Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Aaron Mills Austin. Here we are on a wonderful Monday. Here we are. On a, and on an autumn Monday. We both <laughs> we both commented on that before we started recording. This season has changed. It it has, and it's and it's a little rainy and so-called gloomy here. But as always, as we talk about our Mondays, it's an opportunity to begin again, knowing that we are that we don't walk through life alone, that there is this presence and this power that is always with us. And that's why we love to record on on Mondays so that we can be reminded of that and we can be carried through with the joy um, that is our natural birthright throughout the week. Yeah. Um, I just need to reflect back to you. This is how on your this is how on your spiritual game you are. You said so-called gloomy. You were not accepting that it was gloomy. <laughs> you were saying no. so-called gloomy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because when we look out, we know the sun, I know the sun came up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I um, get to reflect in my soul, that there may be the appearance of clouds, gray clouds, um, and all of this. And what I know is that there is brightness within me. And that's what I get to reflect this radiant joy that I have in my soul. And, and the smile that I have on my face is always activated. And in community, this is what we remind one another Mm -hmm. about no matter what is going on underneath it. There is this presence and this power that is always happening, and we get to recognize it. We get to remember it. Um, Karen, give us this week's question, please. It's very simple. It came through me a few days ago, and I've been I've been with it a little bit. The question is, what's next? Okay, I love what's next and there's so much i want to say to it but i want to answer your question with a question why not what's now because i always know that there is something more in my life to catch Mm -hmm. That something is always birthing itself. And when I say those words, I'm reminded of the life visioning process that was originated, that was originated by Michael Menard Beckwith. So when we talk about, when I talk about catching something, I'm talking about catching, hearing, feeling, resonating with the next version of my life that is even more fully expressing itself. Yeah. I always want to be in this this availability to catch what is next, what is good, what is 
what I'm open and available to as the next stage of my life. Yeah. And even as I ask that, I am reminded that next is now and now is next. You know, that that is something that I <laughs> love to learn more about. For some reason, my brain is so, my brain is by default in the binary of this or that. And, you know, we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before right. where I spent so long, was it, was it spirituality? Was it creativity? And I realized one was the other and the other was the one. And yes, same yes. with this idea of now, now and next, because because mm-hmm. when you first wrote the question, I was like, oh, this is great. I want to talk about this. And then I was preparing for the call. I was like, hmm, well, I know on other episodes, we've spoken so much about being in the now and it should be. And then that's why I thought I need to know about now and next. And as, as I ask, I know that next is now and now is next. Yes. Yes. And that's very brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I answer this question, I, I too answer it with a question for myself and I can ask myself the question, who am I meant to be? Mm -hmm. What am I meant to do? Who am I becoming? That's the catching that I'm talking about. Yeah. And what I love is we are, we're born again in every moment. And every moment is a chance to start over, start new. Didn't get it right last time. Well, I'll get it right now. I love the eternal rebirth we get to experience if we, if we allow it. You know, um, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK um, a couple nights ago, and both me and my partner said, <laughs> that reminds me of Karen. <laughs> Because he said, <laughs> she, yeah, no, so so she said, RuPaul, there was a drag queen that had forgotten her words and she was just feeling so nervous and sad and upset. And RuPaul said, forget about, it's, Ru, Ru, RuPaul said something like, move on, let it go, forget about it. And I was like, and just the way she articulated it and the way she said it, we both said, she reminds me of Karen today. <laughs> Because it, because it, I love you too, and it was just that whole idea of she'd messed up, she'd got the words wrong, she was on TV, and in just a really cool way, RuPaul said, you know, accept it, let it go, and then forget about it. It was like that's so five minutes ago, and that was just so yeah. cool because it does make me think we've all got whether it be in our relationship, our career, whatever area of life, there's a. There's a situation you can look at where you think this is how it's been and it's not even been what I've wanted it to be. And then you get to say, yes. oh, well, forget about it. Forget about it. What's next? Moving forward. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, it reminds me that when my daughter was a little girl, she was so busy. You know, she was in school. She was doing gymnastics 20, 30 hours a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We didn't have time for her to be in the muck and the mire. Yeah. And I remember her sitting. I was driving her. Uh, I picked her up from school. I gave her her snack, and I was driving her to gymnastics practice, and she was in some kind of a mood. And I said to her, shake it off now. Yeah. <laughs> and she looked at me, and do you know that that is something that she has used all of her life now. Yep. It allows her to move forward because remember, we can get stuck in that that lower vibration for a long time, but she didn't have time. None of us have any time really to 
get to 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 grow roots there. Yeah. So, and it's not to say, you know, I gave her a couple minutes mm-hmm. to feel her emotions because that's that was something I was developing then. But I was telling her, you don't have time for this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was in some great therapy a couple of years ago and I remember I was in an unhappy place and I remember saying like, I want to be busy and immersed in my life. So Mm -hmm. I don't have time for all of this ego shit. (laughs) You know, I was like, I'm I'm moping around, I'm moving slowly, and it was like actually if I want to I want to be busy and I want to belong to my life. So there's just no time to let what see what the ego's got to say, see what my self-judgment has got right. to say. And I really remember right. that that plead because I do remember the times in my life I have been immersed in exciting work and them other things don't come up because the the ground is not fertile for them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And you know, this question also came up because it's October now. Mm-hmm. And this is the time that I begin to think about what intentions am I going to set for the new year? Uh, usually I so I'm in this phase in December I start writing some things down and So that's also what this question is about. What is next? And when I think about setting intentions, I think about the questions in this life visioning process. And so we can ask questions like, what is the highest vision, the highest possibility for my life? What is wanting to happen? What is seeking to be birthed through me? Uh, those kinds of things. What is wanting to fully express as my life? Yeah. So those are, as I as I ask myself, perhaps one of those questions. What is wanting to fully express as my life? And I'm with it for a little bit. That I'm able to catch something without going through the entire life visioning process. I can be with one of those questions for um, a day or a week and just put it out there and listening. And then I have the ability to begin to capture some notes for myself. Yeah. And, you know, I'm constantly, I'm constantly um, surprised that how much can happen when you're an active participant in your life. We've been saying this so much recently, our business TGH International launched in April and how much we have already done by October, I just can't even, <laughs> I just can't even get my head around, especially when yeah. we said we weren't going to do anything until September. Um, the fact, <laughs> the fact we've done all of, and it's not even been like we've been insanely busy, but yes, but so much has happened. And I think when you're an active participant in your life and you commit to moving forward, so much can happen. And I thought of that when you were talking about was moving into a new season. If you're an active participant in your life and you commit to a spiritual practice or whatever, whatever practice works for you, which is emotionally healthy. um, Oh my gosh, like things could be really different by the time the new year comes in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And our practices allow us to get out of the way. They allow us to let go of our ego because as human beings, we spend a lot of time sometimes in our heads. 
So to be able to move from our heads to our hearts and open our hearts up to be receptive to the limitless possibilities of the presence is is incredible. And that's what we've done in the work that we've been doing since April. So we had set up this timeline, right? Yeah. And then we actually let it go. And thank God we did that because we would never have thought that everything that has happened would have happened. We Because we couldn't have imagined it. When we stop and we let go and we allow this presence to guide and direct us, then ways are made clear. A way is made out of so-called no way. And that's when we really do get to experience the miracles, the instant demonstration of truth, as Reverend Michael calls miracles. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, it is. And listen, I'm a fan of the summertime. I like autumn. I like autumn, but I, you know, I'm in the UK and we're on a, we're on a fast, uh, a fast slope down to the depth of winter. Anyone on the East coast will also understand what's coming. Um, but also I can't help but be completely in love with it because I'm never, I never have to be, um, unsure about if things will change. They, cause every, yes. yeah, like every year, multiple times, um, the, the physical surroundings around me obviously change. And so thinking about today's yes. question, what's next? It's like, well, one thing I know for sure is <laughs> the answer to that question is pretty much always change. Change is always yeah, coming. And, I and I, there's a song, everything must change. I don't remember the, the rest of those words, but that's the truth. Everything must change. It's the way that we progress. And when we don't do our work, we block the change mm -hmm. that really wants to happen uh, for, and we always say this, it's always for our, our good. Whether we are judging it <laughs> or not, it's always for our good. Yeah. <laughs> so next what's yeah. what's next what is uh so perhaps you know we can we're not going to talk about intentions here maybe we'll talk about intentions and setting intentions and what all that means sometime in november but we want to give our listeners an opportunity to begin this process uh, when we talk about intentions, when we talk about goal setting, when we talk about setting resolutions, this is the beginning process. So what's next? What is it that we want to begin to experience? And this winter time, this autumn represents the time that we turn within, that we hibernate, that we, you know, cuddle up with ourselves and begin to plant the seed of infinite possibilities. As spiritual beings, we can be, do, and have anything as long it, as it is for the good, uh, as long as it doesn't hurt or harm anything. 
as long as we are moving ourselves and everyone forward. Uh, and yeah, and we lean into and we lean into that as as change. And I think that's something that has always been a lesson to me where I will ask, I mean, I've done the life visioning process a few times with, with you and mm -hmm. I, I receive great, great information. And then when, when that thing is present in my life, I can always look back to when I was doing the visioning process and think, oh, I had, I had growth to do. I had, I had places to develop all, all in a, all in a good way. It was like, I was, it was yes. like, I was good and now I'm better <laughs> and I'm good and now yes. I'm better. So it wasn't like, oh my God, I was awful. How could I ever, how could I have ever thought that was going to come into my life? But when them things do come into my life, I, what I notice more than the thing is the person I am and how I feel that is able to have that experience. Yes, mm -hmm. because remember, there's a series of questions that are asked during the life visioning process. And those series begin with, what am, must I become? Mm -hmm. What must I embody? Um, what is my growing edge? Where must I change? How must I grow? So we're asking for, we're asking the question, what's next? And then we become available to to the change, knowing that in order to allow that which is next, there is something that we must become, we must embody, we must be open and available to, which is just really beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, so I think if you ask the average person when they're going through an average time in their life, um, the idea of contemplating what's next is an enjoyable and exciting one. I feel like it goes back to, you know, being a kid and writing your, <laughs> writing your Christmas <laughs> list to, to Santa. Yeah. It's very much a, when, when we start to think about what's next, I do believe that we operate in a realm of anything is possible. And you, yes. you, you start to think about well, if anything was on the table, I guess I choose this and I choose this and I choose this. So I think all around it's a it's just it's it, it's it's a very well spent 5 minutes to contemplate. I think Abraham Hicks, for anyone who follows Abraham Hicks's work, I never forget this. I was in college when I heard this. Um they say um to do wouldn't it be nice if dot dot dot. Wouldn't it be nice if? Wouldn't it be nice if? I really liked that. Yes. And, you know, all of this puts us in this higher realm. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many individuals, particularly in these last um, in this last year and a half, who have moved through difficulties. Yeah. It's been hard. And we have to no matter what darkness is there, we have to move into the the possibility yeah. and and some people call it hope i don't use that word but and instead of hope we but hope becomes a bridge into i'm feeling dark right now but i'm going to hope and wish and pray 
that something will happen. And as I say, hope and wish, I'm using air quotes. We get to imagine what can happen. Mm -hmm. We get to allow our presence, the presence to lift us up, knowing that the presence is right where we are. And it is our natural state of being to be happy, joy-filled, prosperous, loving, all those beautiful things. So to even hold that space a little bit more and more and more each moment so that we can create this this field of infinite possibilities. That's our work right now, to step into it, even when we don't feel like it, even though it looks like nothing is possible. We get to, it's, it's, our, it's our job. Yeah. And, you know, we taught this, we taught this with the, the latest group of authors we're working with. We said, uh, you know, you don't write a book by sitting around thinking about how great that book's going to be. You write a book by getting to your computer every day and putting words on paper. And I just think that's such a, it's such a great metaphor because I know in my life, I love the the thinking, the contemplating, the the imagining of it, and things get done through getting done. And like, like yes, you said, we have do, to do the work. Yeah, do it before. Like I said, do it even if you don't feel like it. And also, just a quick, yeah. just a quick note on this thing you said about hope, because you know you were saying how you don't really use the word. And I thought, huh? In in principle, in theory. I love the word hope and like, you know, you know, you see on people's walls, like in a nice artistic thing, it just says hope. And I think, oh, that's so, that's so lovely. (laughs) But then if I think whenever I use the word hope, I'm using it because I really don't think so. (laughs) You know, like if I ever say, if I ever say, I hope so, that's because I feel like it's very unlikely. So I'm going to change, I'm going to change my relationship with this word hope. Yes, because there's some equivocation there. It's you're not rooted in the truth when we're not rooted in the truth when we use hope. When we say things, I I know, I know something wonderful is happening right now. That's when we allow ourselves to really feel this loving presence, for, to really feel that we are not alone, uh, that something. Yeah. I call it God is, is backing us. So, yeah. 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 Um, incredible. Before we close up, I really just want to share, you know, when you were speaking about how <laughs> your note to your daughter, Lindsay was shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my note to myself, and this has only been in place <laughs> since this summer and it works really well. And this wouldn't have worked for Lindsay, but for me, it is, Mummy isn't coming. <laughs> that one works for me, and that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have worked because you were her mummy and you were there. But I just know if I find myself in a mood or I'm sulking, it's just so good for me to like, you know, to I'm not, I'm not waiting for mummy to come and rescue this. It's like no, you can't. Yes. Like you get out of your get get out of how you feel and move forward. What's next? Um, so yeah, mummy isn't coming. I'll change that too. 
what's next? Shake it off. <laughs> yeah, shake it off, what's next? But I do like, yes. mummy isn't coming, just it really speaks to, I guess that really speaks to the part of my brain which gets it where I'm like, oh yeah, wh- what am I moping around for? Wh- what am I waiting to happen? <laughs> so there's three, yes. there's three great phrases. Shake it off, mummy mm-hmm. isn't coming, and today's question, what's next? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We uh, get to rise in all of this. We get to rise into our greatest yet to be, into the next version of ourselves. Yeah. I'm going to start saying, rise up, buttercup. That's what we're going to start saying to each other. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's good. I love that. Rise up, buttercup. Rise up, buttercup. <laughs> Until next week. Thank you, Karen. Yes. Blessings. <laughs>